We have made it to the end of the week. Happy Friday, everyone. Hopefully you all enjoyed your holiday. Uh, It was the 4th of July on Wednesday, and now you have a weekend. So I'm going to start out that weekend for you with a special episode. This one is going to be dedicated to my family. And in this first episode, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to talk about my parents. I'm going to talk about them individually, uh, what they mean to me, and then as a combo. So what they have done together over, yeah, they made it 30 years now. So over the last 30 years to shape me into who I am today. About 10 or so months ago, I started to focus on self-development and self-improvement. That was around the time that I realized I can't find true happiness anywhere other than from within. So as I started to move through that journey, I understood a little bit more about who I actually was. And the first part is my DNA. So I get that from my parents. And then the other part is from the time I was born until now, I am basically just the sum of the experiences that I've had. So since I started out with who I am just on the inside, I was like, well, I might as well start to talk to my parents a little bit more about who they are, because I also understood that I am essentially half of my mom and half of my dad. So I am a part of them. I am them in a way. So I figured if I could better understand them, then I could also better understand myself. So let's go ahead and get started by talking about my dad. My dad was born and raised in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Now, from that fact alone, I started to understand that he lived a completely different life than the majority of the people who are here in the U.S., especially if you were born here. He survived and lived through legitimate third world problems. And when he moved to the U.S., which was when he was around 14, he moved to the south side of Chicago. So (laughs) it got better in a sense. But it also wasn't the best environment. So I started to talk to my dad a little bit more about where he came from so I could better understand who he was, like I said before, so that I could better understand who I was. And essentially, he's had to fight his whole life. Back when he was in Haiti, he fought to survive, to live. When he got to the U.S., he was a foreigner, couldn't speak English thrown into the school system, and he had to fight there too. It wasn't until he became a part of a gang that he started to feel security because then he had other people around him who would fight with him and for him, so he wasn't just by himself. So from that being his foundation, it makes me that much more grateful for what he was able to instill and impart in my life throughout these years. He showed me honestly how to work. His work ethic is is something that's amazing. When he has something that he has to get done, he gets it done to the best of his ability every single time. It is never a time that I can say I look back and my dad did something that was half ass or that was like, now I'm just going to get this done. It was always, okay, this is what I know and I'm going to bring everything that I have to the table in order to get this done. Now, for most of his life, it's just been working. Um, he's what? Let's see. He's worked 
he drove trucks for a while. He worked at a fishing at a fish company. Um, he worked uh, with some metals, and now he works uh, he works at an international paper business company. So, it, I'm glad that he's in a position now that he doesn't have to do a lot of hard physical labor anymore. Um, but he's done it for his entire life, and why? Uh, primarily to provide for his family. He had uh, two daughters back before he met my mom. And so his priorities shifted. Once he had uh, my two sisters, he completely shifted over to provision mode to say he is going to do everything he can in his power to provide for his children. And that didn't change. When he met my mom, he did the same thing for not only uh, his daughters, he did what he could to then take care of my mom's two kids to my uh, older brother and sister. And that's something that stayed with me for a while because it it shows that regardless of if you're blood or not, once you become family, you, you have, you have his loyalty. That's why loyalty is something that's so important to me. I think because it's, it's something that is a foundation of, of who my dad is. So he took that work ethic and made sure that he provided for his family as much as he could. And he's done it from the time he's had kids until now. So I definitely respect that. And I appreciate that from him. That then also rolls over to uh, being a good person. Now, that's something I'll talk about when I talk about my parents together. But uh, he's just instilled foundational pieces of what it means to be a good person, which is being loyal, is being honest, is making up for things that you have done wrong and not necessarily shying away from the fact that you've done it wrong, but just acknowledge it and just do better moving forward. So that's something too that I appreciate. Lastly, when it comes to my dad, he did an amazing job of showing me how to be a gentleman showing me how to respect women. I know from, I guess, around the first times that we talked about women, he would always ask this question. And when it would come to, excuse me, when it would come to women, he would say, hey, think about it this way. When you treat a woman in a certain way and you have to ask yourself, is this right or is this wrong? Most of the time, when you have to ask yourself that question, probably leaning more toward wrong. <laughs> but he would all he would always say, would you want someone to do that to your mom? Would you want someone to do that to your sister? He he taught me how to look at women from a perspective as they are at some point going to be somebody's mom potentially, but they are someone's sister. You know that he always put it in a different perspective so that I could see them as I saw women in my family that I cared about. So that has shaped how I've treated women my entire life. And that's something that I appreciate uh, primarily because he didn't, have to, he didn't have to instill that in me. He didn't have to tell me that. But he knew that if he did, it would make my life better. Why? Because he understood that he didn't necessarily have that guidance growing up. So he did what he could to give me what he didn't have. And that's something that I appreciate. And 
I think I appreciated even more because I started to realize that as a black man in America, you don't normally get that from your actual dad, let alone a father figure in general, you know? So he, he did something for me that I will be eternally grateful for. And that's first and foremost, be around. And two, did everything that he could in his power to provide me with a better life than he had. So shouts out to you, dad. I appreciate everything. My mom was born and raised in Chicago. And I'm not talking about downtown Navy Pier, Willis Tower, Chicago. I'm talking about the south side of Chicago. The scary part that you always hear about on the news. That's where she grew up. And first and foremost, that's a success story in and of itself. That she was able to come from that to being where she is in life today is absolutely amazing. So I definitely commend her there. So that's where she was born, raised. She has a family of, she has five siblings. Her mom and dad were, uh, were in the household as well. And then her life completely changed. By the time she was 17, she had two children. So it took being in a situation that wasn't the best and then adding now two lives that she has to manage and take care of. So that completely shifted her focus in life as well, too, to be driven to provide her children with a better life than what she had. The life that she had up until that point wasn't the best. So she just did the best that she could with what she had to provide for her children. And that's something that I appreciate because I noticed that she did that in my life as well. She tried to impart knowledge and wisdom as to how to live life better than how she saw her life growing up. So that's something that I take away and that I appreciate because, like I said about my dad, she didn't have to do that. But that's just, she had a desire to provide. And so she met my dad. And yes, they met in Chicago, met my dad, and they ended up having me and my brother. Now, another thing about my mom that I respect and that I appreciate is the fact that she makes it her duty to present her best self at all times. Now, let's not say all times. The the times that she needs to be around other people, always the best self. So it's just bringing the best of who you are to the table when you, you you feel like you need to show it. And that's something that I respect a lot because, like I said, from where she, where she came from, she had to truly seek out and formulate what her best self was. And she learned that and did her best to portray that whenever she needed to. So that's something that I have seen resonate in my life as well, too. I always like to be the best that I can at all times. I always like to show the very best of me. Now, there are times now that I realize it's okay to show the flaws. It's perfectly fine. But I'm glad that I had the foundation of showing the best. And now I can scale it back when I need to. So I appreciate I appreciate that from my mom. Another thing is that she found God. She found what life really meant to her. And in that meaning was God. 
something that completely changed her life. And from that moment forward, she chose to impart that into her children. And for as long as I can remember, I was a part of a church. I went to church. I mentioned this before, like at least twice a week. But my mom just wanted to instill the positive energy that she got from knowing who God is to her and share that with her children because that wasn't always shown to her growing up. Another reason why I think that part is so important is because, as I've mentioned before, I can attribute that foundation in understanding who God is to you uh, and using God for support. I, I, I needed that so many times in my life and in those most difficult moments that I have experienced mentally, physically, and emotionally. That foundation is the reason why I am still here. So I am extremely grateful for the fact that my mom, too, had a desire to share more with her kids than what she received. And I think that is something that is important when it comes to understanding what it means to be a parent, because that's really all you can do as a parent. All you can do is take who you are and what you know and use it as best you can to pass off to your children in hopes that they take that and do it better. So thank you, Mom. I appreciate the sacrifices that you have made. I appreciate the person that you have grown to become in order to continue to impart wisdom and knowledge into my life. So being able to understand more of who my dad is and who my mom are individually painted a great picture for me as to why I am who I am today and a little bit more as to how I got here. But then I started to think about how my parents were together and their parenting style, how they raised me, uh, because that also played a huge role in making me who I am today. So I started to talk to them together and, and try to understand some of their parenting techniques and why they did certain things. And it, it, it took a while for me. I think for the longest, I there was a part of me that judged my parents. I started to understand that there was a lot more that I needed to learn in order to live the life that I wanted to live here on earth. And part of me would, would wonder, like, well, why didn't my parents tell me this? Or why, why this? Why that? And I would ask those questions. I understand now that asking a question isn't a, a, isn't a bad thing, but having a little bit of judgment behind it is. And the more that I learned about them individually, it helped me to look at the judgment that I had and to honestly completely eliminate it. There's no way I can judge my parents for what they have been able to offer me and for what they provided me my entire life. As I mentioned before, they just did what they knew and they just wanted to help me live a better life. And as I look back at it, they imparted in me so much more than what they have. So they have already set me up to be a lot better off in life than what they could have been because they just didn't have the knowledge and information. So I... Well, yeah, it was 4th of July, so it was Wednesday morning. I just got done working with a client, and I just I just felt like I needed to thank my parents. <laughs> so I gave my, my mom and dad a call, and I 
told them to put the phone on speakerphone. And essentially, I, I was just letting them know how grateful I am. I understand that from where they both came from and who they were individually, they had to make extreme sacrifices in order to not only get me to where I am today, but to stay together. I think one of the biggest judgments that I had, I would think like, man, I'm hearing all these things. You tell me so much. Like, first of all, thank you for telling me. But man, how do, why do y'all stay together so long? Why? Like you went through so much with it. Like, why did y'all, why did you choose to be together? Because you could have got divorced. Like I wouldn't have been mad. Now, this is what I say now, but who knows how it would have felt if it would have happened back in the day. But I understand that the life that I live now and the fact that I seek to find balance in every area of my life, I understand that my parents showed me balance for as long as I've, that I've been here. My, my dad is a lot different from my mom in a lot of different ways. And my mom, the same with my dad. So they just, they're different. At the same time, at their their base, at their foundation, is similar. The foundation of family, loyalty, and doing their best to impart wisdom and information into their children in order to help them live a better life than what they were able to live growing up. So that's what kept them together. But throughout their relationship, from what I've seen and from what I have heard from them, they've had to continuously find balance over the last 30 years in order to stay together. 30 years. I've only been trying to find balance for like the last, let's say, like I said, 10 months now. 30 years? And they're at a place now to where they have found a balance that works for the both of them. There's, and they're still finding it. It, it. It's a journey that won't end. But they have been able to do it. And I appreciate that more than ever because it shows me, it, it confirms for me that I am doing the right thing. That I am on the right path and finding balance. And that sometimes it, sometimes it takes 30 years. Sometimes it does. But if you remain consistent and if you are able to look at the situations that you're trying to find balance in, let's just say for their relationship, understand the foundation, understand why, understand the why you're with that person, why you love them. If you can keep that in mind and if that's where you fall back to, for me, I like to just say start or take it back to the basics. So in situations, things can get real tough. Life can throw a lot at you and things can get blurry you won't know what's going on, but you have to take it back to basics in order to reset everything. And then you can progress forward once again. And that's what they did. They have been able to come back to that foundation for the last 30 years and have now made it to a place that they have found balance. So the fact that before I even started this journey with speaking with them and trying to learn more, I knew that I wanted to find balance and it was just amazing to see that they have been showing me how to find balance my entire life and instead of judging them for the things that they didn't impart, I have to flip my perspective 
and appreciate what they did in part in me and use that to continue to find balance in my life and hopefully share things that help other people find balance in theirs. So thank you both so much for all that you have sacrificed, for all that you have done to provide me with the best life that you could and for continuously being there for me anytime I need you and just being outstanding human beings. So thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. And that is all I have for episode one of Family Friday. I might change the name to Family First. I haven't decided yet, but we'll see as time progresses. Uh, I want to thank you all for giving this a listen. Hopefully you're able to take something positive from what I talked about today. Not only take it, but use it to continue to learn, continue to grow and become a better version of yourself each and every day. Now, on these segments, I will be just talking about family, whether it's like like today it was my parents. I have a lot of siblings. I'm the youngest of six. Uh, so I'll talk about them. I have a lot of cousins, nieces, nephews. There's, there's a, I have a lot of family to talk about. Uh, so every Friday I'm going to dedicate some time. It might not always be this long, but I'm going to dedicate some time to talk about my family. Why? Because I have understood that without family, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that goes for everyone. That goes for my siblings, my, my uncles, my aunts. Like Everyone was placed here for a reason, and without them being in place, I wouldn't be here. So I appreciate my family for who they are. And I look forward to continuing to highlight them as the weeks progress. So hopefully you all have a great weekend. I look forward to having you all tune in Sunday for Raymond Right Now, Episode 3.